It's like a lightning bolt hit the tip of my penis. Well, if you hear that music, you know what time it is. It is time for the No Instructions Needed podcast. Uh, thank you for all the support, guys. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, you guys are just blowing us away with all these reviews and downloads. Can't believe the support we're getting on this little tiny podcast. So thank you very much. Let's introduce the crew. Mr. Dean, how's it going today? Yeah, pretty good, man. Uh, excited to talk about uh, one thing I think we're going to disagree on. You, you, me and Julian versus you. So excited to get that conversation going. And uh, But yeah, all in all, good day, good week. Ready to do this. Here you go. I mean, I'm I'm excited, but not nearly as excited as you were probably 15 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> you're on private time, but hey, listen, this is the this is the second most exciting thing you're gonna do tonight. <laughs> All right, sign those divorce papers. Let's go. Um, uh, we have a guest here today. I mean, he knows that I'm already half cut right now. This is our this is our soccer expert, Mr. Alan Connor. How's it going today, Al? Good boys, how you doing? Uh, glad to be here. Uh, you don't get to see my beautiful face. I'm on the phone. Uh, that's just because I'm trying to run around my house and hide from the kids right now while I do this. <laughs> hey, listen, anything you can do to join the podcast, we're we're always really excited. The problem with you being our, our resident soccer expert is your accent is too like it's fucking way too Canadian. Like it doesn't it doesn't work. You got to throw some flair on that fucking thing. I do a terrible British accent too. I actually thought of that today. I was like, nobody's going to take me seriously. In Canada, you have to have a British accent if you're going to talk about soccer or footy. All right. So we're going to talk about <laughs> soccer here. So our ratings are going to plummet right off the fucking pounds here. <laughs> so, okay. How about Big O? Do you want to explain what happened here this week in the beautiful game? Yeah, sure. Listen, uh, so this there was this rumored Super League, and this is you know, been going on for like a, a little while now. And basically it was the top clubs in <laughs> Europe were going to get together and play in a very exclusive league where they could get the dollar value that they deserve based on the, you know, the titles that they win, based on the caliber players that they have. Basically in their own country leagues, they are supporting these smaller clubs with how well they're doing. So they're not getting what they believed to be a fair slice of the pie. And so there was a league constructed um, called the Super League, and it consisted of some of the top teams, not necessarily like championship-wise, but like name and brand-wise. Because I think you had like Tottenham Hotspurs, you had uh, Manchester United, Manchester City, yeah, Chelsea. I believe Arsenal was in there. Liverpool was probably going to be in there. So, like, there's your top six from England: Real Madrid, Barcelona, so on and so forth. What was very interesting was that the German teams and the French teams decided that they weren't going to do that. So, like PSG, um, Bayern Munich, and so in a matter of days, it was announced that this was going to happen. There were uh, ninety or. 12 teams initially announced, or there was a certain amount of teams that there would be three more joining them. And within 20 or within 48 hours, that league folded due to fan, um, you know, protesting due to the premier league and FIFA basically saying that if you decide to leave, 
You're not going to be able to compete in your domestic leagues. You're not going to be able to compete for your country at like the World Cup or the Euro Cup. Teams got shit scared. They decided to take their ball home very much like Bet365 <laughs> and decided that that was, that was just that was just it for them. And But, it, but I, what I think it was, I think it served its purpose. I think it really understood because Champions League after this sort of happens decides that they're going to change up what they're going to do with the amount of teams that they're letting in and making it more incentivized for the top clubs, which is really what they were trying to do. So the Super League failed, but the clubs that wanted to go to the Super League are going to get some sort of benefit moving forward. So I don't know why we brought Al on because he just broke this down pretty fucking good. <laughs> I don't know why you sent it to me. Al was coming on to talk about this. I was surprised you said, "Tell us what happened." I, I thought yeah. I thought you were going to be like, "Hey, I'm just some guy that doesn't really watch soccer. Like I don't know what the fuck is going on." That Al was going to break it down. I didn't realize you were going to go on an eight and a half minute fucking goddamn escapade about the fucking beautiful game over there. All right, so I didn't I know. You were gonna, right I thought you were going to throw him a little floater pitch. You can knock it out of the park, you know? You're throwing him, uh, you're throwing him a knuckleball here, dude. Well, here's, yeah. here's the thing about the Super League. You know, my guy Al and I actually share the, share the love for the same club team. And so I was completely going to say, screw Super League and just ch- talk with Al for like 10 minutes about how our Chelsea are going to disrupt Manchester City from winning the quadruple this year. And Chelsea might walk away with two titles. Al, what are you thinking about? Um, I, I love it. I mean, I love the blues and I love that you're on board with the blues. Um, I think your breakdown of super league was great. I just want to follow up with that. Um, and you nailed it. It's kind of a self-proclaimed top teams out of the EPL. Anyway, I don't know how you can call Arsenal a super team to be in the super league sitting in ninth place right now. And I know I'm going to offend probably three quarters of Canada right now. Cause it seems like everybody in Canada is an Arsenal fan. But uh, I'm going to have to say, I, I don't know why they're in there. It, it really is a self-proclaimed top 12 teams. Because really, you're looking at City and United. Yeah, they're one and two in the EPL. Liverpool, seventh. Arsenal, nine. Chelsea, they're rising. <laughs> but they are fourth. They're in that Champions League spot right now. And Tottenham, six. Um, and then you can move over the leagues like Serie A and La Liga. And... I mean, I, I don't know if uh, there's anybody out there that watches a lot of Italian football. Um, I wouldn't say it's a super caliber, and I'm probably going to take some flack for that. Sorry, guys. But it's uh, the Italian game has taken a lot of criticism for not being that exciting. And uh, having Inter and AC in there, I know why they want to be in there. It's because, I mean, they're in a league that they traditionally dominate. Uh, Juve's climbed back after all the corruption they've gone through. And uh, it's just, I don't see it uh, being this, when there's no promotion and no relegation, I don't see this being the exciting, uh, What well, number one, what the fans want, and this is exciting as they think the league is going to be in uh, broadcast-wise and entertainment-wise. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Champions League and Europa League is that you get like the best of the best and they play each other in like this tournament that is intertwined with their country games and with their domestic leagues and then all of a sudden if you put all of these you know 16 teams together you're gonna lose out on the fact that you're gonna see all this every single time so it's not gonna create any fun you know anticipation of like oh are we gonna draw barcelona in the first round of the champions league or are we gonna get juve are we gonna get you know inter or whomever you're just this is just gonna be your round robin this is gonna be like the al east in baseball where you just 
over year after year just have like the hardest teams that you're playing against. That's and a pretty sure, good like, sport to com- compare it to. It's both pretty fucking boring. So that's a good sport to compare it to. <laughs> see, there we go. We, we transitioned nicely. But I mean, for, for what this yeah. was really meant to do, it was cre- to meant to create dollars and cents, right? And the idea was yep. to create this league and have broadcasting rights that these teams could take advantage of. Like they all have absorbent like contracts, like ridiculous amounts of payroll. Um, and so now you can get like this network television, you can go like streaming, like there's so many different options. This was really to try to put money back into some of the top clubs in Europe because the pandemic destroyed them. A lot of them had shortened seasons. They've obviously had very little fans. The England, who was about to host most of what is the Euro 2021 European Championship is going to have few fans and they're having a COVID outbreak right now. So it's yeah. it's a very strange sort of time. And I understand everyone's trying to, to get it, but we have to also remember a few of the owners in the English Premier League, you know, look at uh, Chelsea, look at Liverpool, look at Arsenal. There are not, sorry, not Chelsea, but uh, Liverpool, Manchester United. They're not, you know, English owners. They're owned by people who own like the Boston Red Sox or uh, own the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they're in it for the money. They're not in it for the club. And again, we talked about self-proclaim. It really is name value because nobody cares if fifth place West Ham is in this super league because West Ham could be relegated as early as next year. And it's not going to matter. All I know is out like a couple minutes ago was like, oh, Arsenal sucks and half of Canada loves Arsenal. I want to remind you of something. A 48 game unbeaten streak was pretty damn impressive in 2003, 2004. Yes, I know that was a long time ago, but it was pretty awesome. A guy named Terry Henry played for that club and I have his jersey somewhere in my house. So yes, that was a good team. But a lot of these teams, I'm just a casual guy when it comes to soccer. Like I'll maybe watch the Champions League final as I lie to all of our listeners. Um, I'll, I'll watch like, I'll watch the, <laughs> I'll watch the world. I will watch the World Cup um, and, and support. Uh, I like England, obviously. Um, but uh, so, you know, I, I do watch a little bit of soccer. What this league to me, what it looked like was like, man, they're getting some pretty ball and clubs in this all in this league, and they're all gonna play each other. Like, I don't care about the Hall Cities. I don't care about like the all these random clubs all over the EPL. I don't really care about them. I I, I want to see Wayne, Wayne Rooney. I'm, I know he's not there anymore, but like Manchester United <laughs> with all these big names, you know, I, that's who I want to see. I want to see Arsenal with was it with Freddie Lumberg back in two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. <laughs> I want I want to see. see I'm dropping some soccer knowledge. You guys didn't see that was coming. But I uh, think that's right. That's who I want to see play. So that's why I thought the Super League was cool. But then I was like, oh, the fans are kind of getting fucked here, as little Pat McAfee said. I like the Vancouver Whitecaps. (laughs) There we go. Thank you, Dean. And chaps, I think I remember. Oh, I'm just gonna gonna finish this thought right here, chaps. I know you care about the whole city because FIFA, like 2010 or 11, Chapel chaps. His character played for Hull City, and he rose up through the ranks, and he became a a Champions League winner and scored like a thousand goals. So Hull City Tigers. Yeah, Tigers. I never heard about the team until you're like, oh, oh I, I built a guy, and he's on Hull City. I'm like, cool, that sweet man. Have fun with that. Have cool. fun skipping class and playing FIFA instead. The only club that would take him. Uh, <laughs> so I got I got no problem with. Arsenal fans. I mean, if you want to support a team that doesn't win trophies for 20 years, that's fine. Um, but <laughs> give them the think, horns, Dean. Give them I, the horns. <laughs> 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 
but I, I, I think you nailed it on the head though, chaps is it's to the casual fan. You're all the casuals are going to recognize those names. Right. And that would be the draw to them. But what the uproar is in England and, uh, and uh, elsewhere is that the fans, they live and die with these clubs. They, uh, they put money into these clubs. They put money into flan clubs. They, they live and die. They bleed blue, bleed red. So to take their club away from their competitions um, just for a measly 400 million in broadcast revenue per year uh, just doesn't sit with them. But I, I guess it's a testament to the game that the fans can get that response and get these clubs to pull out that quickly. I think, I think that's what she said. Um, but I, I really think that, uh, <laughs> that this is like a real big testament to the fans. So like for every sport, listen, if there's some stuff going on in the NBA that we don't like, look what these fans did in England. Like, they're just like, no, nope. yeah fuck it. We're not watching any games. We're going to take to the streets till you guys fix this. You know, it, it's the same thing in the NFL, NHL, whatever they empowered fans. The problem is I don't think fans over here really understand or seen what the hell they did. That's the issue, right? So Americans aren't going to stop going to the ballpark to buy those three foot long hot dogs and feed their fat gullet. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. I don't think North American sports care nearly about a singular sport the way that the rest of the world cares about soccer. Cause I can't even say that it's England. Cause it really is, you know, you go Croatia, you go to Brazil, you go to any of these countries across the world that isn't in North America. And like the hooliganism is absolutely insane. Um, it, it does really show that they listened to their fans, the protests that were going on about it. The fact that FIFA as a governing body, as you know, corrupt as they have been. I think they got it right. I think the, the biggest thing that they could have done is use the scare tactic of not being able to represent. Scare. What, what, what is happening? What, what is there? There's a baby chaps is drunk. This is a, this is a banging start. Chaps is one post post coital glass of wine away from just being completely unhinged. And we're, we're going to see it in like, 10 minutes. It's going to be incredible. 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay, no. Listen, uh, nobody ahead. cares about soccer as far as our listeners, as much as they care about the fact that we just got a trailer for season two of Ted Lasso, AFC oh, Richmond, the most popular North American soccer team. Let's go. I haven't seen season one. <laughs> can, can we cut his camera, Dean? This is... You'd have to cut mine too, Chief. I haven't seen it either. Oh my God! Are we gonna go? Uh, hold on! Please tell me you've seen Ted Lasso. Come on, guys! Yes, of course. You get those pants in the women's section. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I've seen. Jason Sudeikis, absolutely incredible. Bill Lawrence, also the creator of Scrubs, fantastic. They've done an incredible job with the show. Shame on you, folks, who have not seen season one of Ted Lasso. Uh, Oh, okay, okay. Let me let me stop you right there. Chaps and I discovered today through our casual group chat. That Julian has not seen either season one nor two of the hit prime series, The Boys. So get effed. That show's way better than Ted Lasso. I haven't seen an episode of Ted Lasso, but I know for a fact it's better. It's the greatest show of all time. And so we'll call this one Even Steven. A hundred percent. If you haven't seen the boys, you cannot rip on us for watching not watching Ted Lasso. Jason, Jason <laughs> Sudeik has at least won like a Golden Globe for like And he was higher than fucking actor. Seth Rogen on a Tuesday night, for God's sake. He could barely talk when he accepted that thing. It was awesome. <laughs> That's irrelevant. He's but... the man. He is amazing. 
Julian, for how much we talk about superheroes, films, and shows, and comic <laughs> strips, for you not to watch The Boys, I was like, what are we even doing here? <laughs> Actually, there's a famous up? Toronto comedian that's in episode one of season two. So mm-hmm. uh, somebody who I've gotten to know, he's like a terrorist in the show, very quickly. His his name oh. is Nima Naz. But uh, anyway, I will I will check it out eventually. I have seen it. It's not that I don't know anything about it. It's just... With all the other amazing things, it's hard to keep track of all these other oh. things you got to watch. He's already thrown shade at. That was a slight like little jab at the show with all <laughs> these other amazing things. Al, have you seen The Boys? I've seen season one of The Boys. I've not seen all season right. two. Season two amps it up a little bit more. Season right, two is big. <laughs> so, Al, what do you think? You know, we're, we're in the final of the FA Cup. We're, uh, we have a tough draw against Real Madrid. And Champions League, what do you think? Are we meeting Man City in the Champions League final? Are we taking home the FA Cup and finally bringing some hardware home for our, our Blues? Or, or do you think that we're going to fall short in both stances? No, let's just take it all. I mean... <laughs> everything. <laughs> we, <laughs> let's take everything. No, I mean, we've had kind of an up-and-down season. I mean, we've been all over the place. Um, Lampard going out, was a, it was a tough... Uh, that's a player's coach. It was a tough move, but the guys weren't working for him. So it just, it, it did seem to turn the tide. And I just think we're on that role where it doesn't really matter who we meet. Um, let's, uh, let's play them and let's beat them. I mean, I can't, I'm never going to go against Chelsea. I mean, I play with my heart. I can't, that's why I don't bet soccer. Cause I, I will bet Chelsea every time. And uh, I would be losing money at a lot of points. <laughs> That's like me with my New England Patriots and like suicide football pools only take the Patriots. I end up losing like five weeks because of it, but the other 11 (laughs) weeks I'm good to go. Yeah. I don't bet Arsenal either. So that's good. Yeah. That means you win money, right? Um, (laughs) Chaps liking Arsenal is like white people liking boiled chicken with no seasoning. It's just, it's just green hot sauce. It's just bland. It's bland. (laughs) <laughs> I love, like, we, we we played like when we were growing up like playing fifa and stuff like that the only team that we used was arsenal it was arsenal in england those were the two teams that we used every single time like my buddy reese and i just playing and that was it so it was uh it was always arsenal for us so i don't know what you guys are talking about with this chelsea stuff i feel like they just got good in the last like five years no, that's not correct. Even a little, I know that. little longer than a little longer than that, but yeah. damn it, it uh, you, you do take some flack as a Chelsea fan because there was a point where Chelsea was a mid to low table team, and then they got a billionaire owner, and then they won the championship a couple times. Let's go, Roman Abramovich! Woo! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Because I listened, I listened back to our episode and it was hilarious when we were talking about like the OC and One Tree Hill and all this sort of stuff. So I really, really want to know. Um, I have like a top couple, three, four list of the best theme songs in like in, in sitcom history or in any any like TV history. So I'm going to start it off here with what I think is the overall best theme song or best uh, opening sequence song. You know what I'm talking about in show history. And it is the Sopranos theme song. That as soon as you hear that going, you see uh, you obviously see Tony Soprano driving his suburban around uh, New Jersey, 
and and you're ready to go. So to me, that's number one. I don't think it's debatable. What do you guys think about that? Let's go Dean first here because I think he's gonna. I think I think I know where he's going. Well, it's like we're definitely gonna not gonna have any listeners because I'm just gonna talk about the same shit we talked about last week. The OC and One Tree Hill. <laughs> I don't wanna be anything other like that's a banger, man. And California, like if you're if you're at the gym. Phantom Planet comes on your your randomized playlist. You're listening to that full song nine times out of ten. They both bang, hands down. If you want to get into cartoons, maybe I can. I you can check back with me. But those two bang. I actually think that there are better songs on from the OC from the live bands that played during the seasons than their actual intro theme song of California. I think they, I mean, they had like Death Cat for Cutie. They had some amazing bands, but Gavin DeGraw's banger not only resonates when you hear it for like the show, but it's also a song that was like a top 100 song. That thing comes on and everyone will all of a sudden go into OTH mode. And it's a song that still plays today. I was listening to my Apple music uh, playlist of like top bangers from 2000s. Gavin, Gavin DeGraw is on there. That song is on there. I don't want to be. It's huge. You know, he debuts it uh, a year after it comes out on that show, sings it live twice. They do different renditions in the later seasons. I think that is Sopranos is a great one. Um, I would even throw Entourage in there because Entourage has, again, it's an iconic song that when you hear it, people are going to remember it. But for me, Gavin DeGraw, One Tree Hill, I don't want to be. Let's go. <laughs> you guys are always in sync. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go similar to Chaps, I guess, but uh, you got to give me the intro to Sons of Anarchy. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. Yeah, Watching Jack ride in on the butt, riding through this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to sing it. You yeah. got to sing it. Yeah, yeah you got to get some singing. But yeah, if you go cartoons, I think you open up a lot more there, too. I. I mean, I get a tingle when I hear the X Men uh, X Men intro. <laughs> you, you get a little wiggle, <laughs> a little wiggle, <laughs> a little pee pee. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a like a lightning bolt hit the tip of my penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got I got one more here that we're forgetting about, and I don't know what the show is called because I'm terrible with this sort of stuff. It's that Superman show, the one that was filmed in Vancouver, where it's like somebody uh-huh. save me. That that is one of the best uh, best songs too. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it is yeah, it's Smallville, right? You said that Smallville, it's great. Yeah. That that Smallville? entrance, that 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 theme song, phenomenal. I think uh, and Growing Pains, Growing Pains had a really, really good theme song too. Is there a better song than Golden, like the Golden Girls song though? <laughs> like, I mean, if we're if we're gonna go with like banger intro tracks again, that is like iconic. Golden Girls got to be up there. I'm just saying. <laughs> I got I got played. I don't even know what it sounds like here. We might get we might get okay. taken down. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a lightning round for you, real quick. Eh? Go. Saved by the Bell. Yes. Okay. When Cartoons. I wake up in the morning. <laughs> Cartoons. Pokemon. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, okay. Animaniacs. And Spider Man. The old old Spider Man. Like bang. original Spider Man. Yeah. 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 And that rounds out Dean's top however many I just did. Five or six. (laughs) (laughs) 
think we got a 15 second time limit. <laughs> yeah, we do. I got to shut it off. I got to be careful there. <laughs> don't do, don't do, don't do, don't do. One more TV show. Um, the Big Bang Theory. You know, Bare Naked Ladies sing it, but it is one of those songs that, again, once you hear it, you find yourself trying to memorize every single word and rap along to it. And I think that brings in part of the longevity of what is a great one. Oh, I forgot something. What happened? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that one. That that's not probably the extended cut, not the extended yeah. cut. No, just the thirty second cut. Whatever, whatever yeah. that okay. that thirty seconds is. That that to me. Whatever happened to Will Smith? By the way, that's a that's a great question. That guy went from like rock star. Every movie is solid, and then he did that terrible movie with his son. And that was kind of like the end of his career. That guy, that guy fell off a peak real fast. He was in Suicide Squad after that. What are you talking about? Yeah, but that movie sucked, though, right? Like, like I'm talking like quality movies. Like, what was he? What has he been in good? Like since since uh, not Bad maybe not for life. Yeah, that one was actually the, the newest one was good. Yes. Yeah, the that's French it. Reunion. The French yeah. Prince reunion. <laughs> Come on. Well, he's he's helping produce <laughs> the new Fresh Prince drama that's coming out. That was all spun from like a guy doing like a short version of it that Will Smith ended up seeing and then has now got like an exclusive like season deal or one season deal. It looks pretty good, but he's the executive producer of that. He's taking less of the limelight now and enjoying, you know, Jaden is doing his thing and Willow's doing her thing and he's supporting all the entanglements that Jada has taken part in over the last little bit. So um, he's definitely taking the backseat for a few things. Yeah, he's got his toes dipped in a couple different pools. Leave him alone. He's he's still doing okay, old Willie. I'm looking up his IMDb right now. He's not doing as okay as what you guys think he is, as far as like okay, qual- you don't think quality he can movies. Never work again. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just talking about like quality movies, like quality movies. He hasn't put out like okay, Men in Black Three was good. Obviously, After Earth was terrible. Focus was terrible. Concussion was kind of terrible. Suicide Squad should have been great, but it was man. I'm telling you, like his list. Aladdin was good. I'll give him Aladdin. He was he was a good genie. I like. He's gonna be in Aladdin too. So let's go. Oh Jesus Christ! Point Julian. He's always he always wins every single time. (laughs) Every fucking time. He he was he was in a movie where he like played himself as like an assassin. What was that movie called, chaps? You're on his own. Oh yeah, that wasn't very good either. That's because all those movies suck now. Um. Yeah, but here's the thing. He gets p- 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 paid money to do all those kind of things. <laughs> I understand <laughs> the payments. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Al? Are you going to back me up here? Or do, or do you think he, he's, uh, he's also awesome? Uh, he's, I mean, he's awesome. He's Will Smith. But, God um, damn it. I find you on this goddamn podcast, Al. What I, the fuck? <laughs> I, I would agree with you that he hasn't done anything lately, except the Fresh Prince reunion. And that uh, clip about him saying if you're gonna golf bad golf bad fast <laughs> exactly <laughs> and he has golfed real bad real fast lately um no he's just he's just like one of those actors that you know he he's a great actor like he's a phenomenal actor but it just seems recently like he hasn't he hasn't put out that crazy crazy big time awesome movie that that we're used to him seeing spies in disguise was really good that cartoon that he came out with i, I did i like that one quite a bit Chaps, let me stop you for one sec. Oh, God, so, here we go. Get up. Pre-production. Bad Boys 4, returning as Mike Lowry, which is yeah. okay. It's probably going to be terrible, but it's fine. But he's also starring in an HBO film about the Williams sisters, Venus and Serena, and he's playing the dad. 
Yeah, that movie is going to bang. There you go, right there. Let's go. And you you better better put some respect on his name when you talk about Big Willie style like that. All right. I'm, you want me to talk about? He's been terrible since freaking since uh, Men in Black Three, man. Every movie he's been in has been awful. Almost every single one. I'm sorry. He's a great actor before that. Ali is one of my favorite movies, but he just dropped off like a cliff. Collateral Beauty, Suicide Squad, Bright, Aladdin, Dad's Gen- Gemini Man. Have you seen Gemini Man? Have you seen Gemini that? Man? Wasn't very good. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it it's so good. bad. I'm Listen, sorry. Bright couldn't have been that bad. They're making a sequel to it. Bright so. sucked. <laughs> oh, no. They're making a sequel again. I know. It's got my boy Joel Edgerton in it. And big fan. And I was like, sweet. Good combo. Good movie. No, it wasn't. It's it was terrible. a Netflix bad boy. Yeah, you know, he, he gets a nice hefty paycheck. You know, puts in a couple months worth of work. I get it. Bad Boys it's- 4. I didn't even know about this. <laughs> what is Will Smith's? best movie you you are stuck on an island you get one will smith movie all time fresh prince doesn't count so no tv shows what is the ultimate will smith movie i'm gonna start with al al why don't you take this one <laughs> you're gonna come at me like that um that's it i can, I can, hear, the go- I can hear the google machine okay. going in the background <laughs> no no it's not going for me what i like to it's it's either original bad boys or I am legend. Yeah. Two great movies. Yeah, good movies. Diener. ID4 Independence Day. Ooh. Those are banger as well. That shot him up into stardom, dog. Definitely did. Do you want me to go to the whitest movie I can think of here? And that's Ledger of Bag of Bigger Vance. But I won't. Ooh, I won't. A, that was a good movie. <laughs> that was a good movie. That was a great movie. But uh, my favorite movie with uh, with Mr. Will Smith. And this is funny because I was just ripping on bad movies. But this is a bad movie. But I absolutely love it. Is Hancock. I think Hancock is like Ooh. so. It's so funny. And he's just. He plays. As everyone has known on this podcast, like I kind of like the adult superhero type stuff. Like I yeah. don't like the kiddie stuff. And he like that movie's just so funny. But he shoves the guy's head up in their guy's ass and stuff. Like it's just it's it's awesome. And you can tell most of his lines are probably like yeah. he's just making them up as he goes. So I I, I love I love that movie. But uh, the- can I can I say one more thing before Julian says Hitch? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Because he's talked about it like eight times on the podcast, and we already have we only have like ten episodes. So uh, if I need a good cry, I'm bringing the pursuit of happiness. If I'm if I'm if I need a good cry, that makes you cry like four times. You know, I'm a sensitive the, guy. The scene where he's in the bathroom and they're trying to kick him out, and he's sitting behind the door, and like he just need a place to stay. Yeah, I mean that stuff. So, <laughs> um. Damn, Dean! Two, two out of the last three weeks, you've taken the sta- the the wind out of my sails by spurting out the answer. But <laughs> I had to. A, it was funny. <laughs> listen, so my 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 top five movies. You guys have you guys have named them. Although as a you know cartoon guy, I love Shark's Tale. That was one. That was a great great cartoon movie. Hitch is obviously in there. I'm actually more impartial to Bad Boys Two than I am the original Bad Boys. Pursuit of Happiness, great. Wild Wild West. I thought again, it's not his best performance, but it is something that I can continue to watch over and over and over again and enjoy it. Salma Hayek is a beauty in it. Uh, was uh, Kevin Klein is fantastic. 
and then the wild wild west song it also bangs so you know <laughs> you know I'm, I'm taking i'm taking that with me. wild wild west let's go i like men in black the first one too Men in black. Good. Yeah, the way he's pushing like the when he pulls like the yeah. table to his little pod and he's like pulling it and it's like making this big big sound. Yeah, that's a that's a good enemy of the state is also good. He had a lot of good a good movies like in his early career. And then he just kind of fell off map. Shark Tale is good. But I'm telling you, get the kids. I, I'm guessing Al's kids right now are bundled around a whole bunch of popcorn watching like I don't know, some sort of Pixar movie I would imagine right now. Let's go Toy Story 4 uh so we can do this podcast with us. But uh close, close. It's Wally. Oh, I was gonna say Wally. I couldn't remember the name. Oh, I couldn't remember the yeah, name. But... <laughs> Wally. God, that Wally. pisses me off. That's a great Eva. movie. Eva. I cried on that one. Yeah. I cried. Eva. Why'd you cry? Yeah. Oh, dude. The... Are you kidding me? Wally. Because he's sensitive. Leave him alone. <laughs> I just, okay. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna admit this. I'm gonna get roasted for it. Toy Story three. Easily the hardest cry I've ever had in a cartoon movie. When they accept the fact they are all gonna die together, I'm in tears, just weeping. It's it's, it's yeah. It's, it's a sad look. What have you cried in Dean for cartoons? Ooh. When Morph died in the original X Men series. <laughs> no, that's that's Alan. <laughs> <laughs> that's what his that's what his pee that's what his pee went, went oh, down to, to, to normal. Erect oh, different kind of tingle. Different kind of tingle. <laughs> I'm not big on like Pixar, Disney, like Moana. That movie slapped, but I don't think I cried. Uh I can't think of anything if I'm being honest with you. Usually when, my cartoon movies are DC animated universe and it's Batman and Superman kicking ass. You've never seen The Lion King? Not since I was a child. I like The Incredibles. I watched those recently. Didn't cry though. I cried you know, Toy Story. dying is like a hard one. What's that? Who? Oh, Mufasa. When, Muf- when Mufasa dies, oh, that that hurt. That pulls on the heartstrings right there. Did you know Scar ate yeah. Mufasa after he died? Go back and watch that movie. He's like in like he's in like his cage and he's holding like like yeah, Mufasa's head, the skull, the skull. Yeah, I'm yeah, just right. like, oh man, he totally <laughs> ate his brother. Like that's fucked up. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to drop the knowledge on you there, but that's a true fact. Lions eat the eat their their males after they die. So I'm gonna go Toy Story four. I bawled like a little child during that uh, at the end of it when the you know you got, yeah, but, yeah, I haven't seen it. Haven't oh, seen it. Haven't seen it. Man. Yeah, I don't think oh, I've seen oh. it either. Al, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? I know what you're... I've probably seen it a dozen times. Yeah, ending, I know what you're talking the about. End, the, the, end, uh, the ending, I cried. Yeah. My wife looked at me. She's like, what, yeah. what the fuck's the matter with you? I'm like, well, <laughs> this is emotional. Me and my boy Dean did this exact same thing. I, well, we've been on a ride with these toys, like you said. Andy's, uh, <laughs> Andy's in his uh, retirement days in the old folks' home. <laughs> and Woody and Buzz are still kicking. So, yeah, it is emotional. But for me, it's uh, it's Finding Nemo. <laughs> that one gets me too. Uh, you just gotta, you just keep swimming. Uh, what part did you cry in? I, I like the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even guys, know. What cry, Finn. I don't, I don't even remember most of it. It's all blurred through tears. But <laughs> my favorite character is the stone turtle. That's that's my guy right there. Man, continental <laughs> drift, man, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, far out, dude. Have you seen Finding Dory? Yeah, that, that movie's sadder than Finding Nemo. 
Like when she's like, she, cause you can't remember anything and she's trying to find her parents. It's very, very sad. It's a very, very sad movie. It, it is. Both of them are. I don't know. I, I just I don't. Fish. I hate fish. I fucking hate fish. <laughs> Whenever I see a fish now, I just start crying. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to geriatric Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers, dog. Oh, no spoilers. It's sad. Don't watch that movie. I'm telling you. Do not like it, it is you will cry. The ending to that movie, if you don't cry in the end of Toy Story 4, you are not human. That is like the saddest thing ever. It, it's it's awesome though. They they ended it. It's probably the best like ever, one of the best uh like series of all time as far as movies are concerned, like one, two, three, four. And the way they ended it is just you couldn't have uh, you couldn't imagine the ending any other way. So it, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Was there a better series than either that or Harry Potter that matured with their audience? Oh, that's a good one. Because I mean, when you look at like when they first started coming out, like it was very you know it was fun, it was very like you know youthful. But then like as the movies got a little bit you know you know as time passed, it became a little bit more mature and it sort of aged with the demographic that grew up with the original. Is there a better series of movies or you know television shows that sort of feel the same way that Harry Potter did with the way Toy Story did with Pixar? I don't know if there is. Like, I mean, Harry Potter is a good example, but I mean, don't you feel like you grew up with those toys? Like, I'm pretty sure I had a Buzz Lightyear, and now my kids have a Buzz Lightyear, but it doesn't mean the same thing to them. Like, it's like. I don't want to let Buzz go because Andy did, little bastard. <laughs> so, uh, piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, piece of shit, an Andy. Asshole. How the fuck did you do that? <laughs> an <laughs> asshole, Andy. But um, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I'm impartial to Toy Story, so that's where my loyalties lie. I haven't seen. I've only seen like one Harry Potter movie, so pa- hard pass for Dean. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a huge nerd. Easy now. <laughs> Easy now. Harry Potter is I, awesome. I was in Thailand and I saw like the second last movie because like, you know, it was one of the the one night of the week that we weren't just getting absolutely shit faced and we decided to go see a movie. And it was Harry Potter and I was just like, Who's that? <laughs> to my buddy the whole time. And it's like that is the Hermione. one that no, 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 what's the bad guy's name? Malfoy. No, or no, Voldemort. No, no. Voldemort. Yeah, it was like that's Voldemort. I'm like, who is he? He's like, he's like the bad guy. I'm like, okay, okay. And then like another person, I'm like, who's that? Because <laughs> I had, like I had no idea. I just it was air conditioned. I was trying to sober up a bit. There was popcorn. You know, all in all, a good time. I think I saw the last two actually, but yeah, no, not for Dean. Can you break down the Thailand movie theater for me, please? <laughs> like, like what what does this look like? What what is it odd? Is there like what's on the menu? Like what it goes on in the Thailand movie theater? I think no, you want to know the menu. Standard. It's is it standard? The popcorn is either like salted or like caramel. There's no like butter on it, which is kind of a drag. Uh, but yeah, pretty standard, man. We were like in a city at the time. There you go. Uh, and to answer the big O's question, listen, when the first Toy Story came out, what, 1996? Something like that? Or like yeah. early, early, or mid 90s? And then they proceeded to release one like every three years. And then they missed 10 years and released the last one. So literally when that first movie came out, we're all sitting seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old. And now when the last one comes out, we're 30. So it just encapsulates like our whole lives 
are in that movie. And just like Al said, which is such a good point, is we were all Andy. Like every like the, the our, our like everyone, every kid when they seen that movie was Andy. And now that we've all grown up, we started, especially guys with kids, sorry, Dean, guys with kids though, like we've grown up now and we've seen our kids starting to play with these toys and they're starting to, you know, like Al says, giving, giving our kids the Buzz Lightyears and, and the Woodies and the Bo Peeps and, you know, the Mr. Potato Heads. I don't know if we're allowed to say Mr. Potato anymore, but the Potato Heads. Potato Head. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and, and that's how, anyways, I won't get into that. But, you know, that, that's, how, that's how we're all going now. And it, it's just, it's a weird transition. To, to go from being the being Andy to being like the mom. And it's just a, it's a weird, weird thing. And our whole lives have been in that movie. It's like the same thing I had when uh, guys like Kobe Bryant or Dirk Nowitzki or these guys that the, the Henrik and Daniel Sedin that have been with us our whole childhood into adulthood and they retire. I just, it, I get emotional about it because it's like, man, there goes a piece of my childhood. A piece of my childhood is now done and it is now gone. And it's very emotional. So, you know, I'm going Toy Story. And, you know, I've said a lot of fuck bombs here tonight. So there's my emotional moment for the night. You still have like half a glass ready to go. I feel like <laughs> we haven't got the best out of you. Oh, just. wait till we start yeah. talking about Falcon Falcon Soldier. I'm ready. I'm, I'm totally ready. The Chaps has consistently gotten the name wrong. And I think it's on purpose. It is on purpose. He knows that it just pisses off me and Dean so bad. But we're finally going to have it out with him now that he finally has seen it. Uh, Al, how far into um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier are you? I'm well. What what episode is today that released today? Six. I'm caught up. I just haven't watched today. Okay. okay. And what okay, are your general thoughts on the show? That's that's fine. Spoil it for me. It's fine. I've got kids. I don't really get to see all of it anyway. <laughs> Well, how how have you felt so far with uh, with the first five episodes of this of the show? I like almost uh, shaking, angry through the whole thing. I mean, I I don't know if I like I have this hatred for John Walker, like you wouldn't believe, which I think a lot of people do. But it's just I can't uh, I can't even fathom somebody else being Captain America. Oh, well. I don't think we can move forward past this part <laughs> of the podcast because I don't, I don't, I don't want to ruin anything for you. Oh, it's so obvious I, at the end of episode five who becomes Captain yeah, America. Okay. It's where we're it's, going. Yeah, it's still I, having watched it. It is an important episode as to what happens next because it talks about America. It really sums up America quite quite a bit, and it's it's fantastic for that, uh, especially in the light of you know what has transpired this past week with what happened with the George Floyd uh, case, but it really sort of talks about uh, what, what is next for the Captain America. That is a little bit different than what we've grown uh, to love with Steve Rogers. But uh, if you had to give it a score out of 10, um, and this is really going to chaps, chaps his ass right here. What would, uh, what would it be? It's uh it's a seven and a half for me. Seven and a half. All right. Respectable. Chaps is going to be. Yeah. Chaps is going to be below the Mendoza line on this one. So, before you guys go. like, before you put the penis pump on this thing and pump it all the way up to like ten here, let's 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 talk about reality, okay? So reality, Marvel puts out good content. Marvel makes glossy, good good superhero movies. 
they they play it by the book every single time and and they're they are good movies again i'm not stupid i know that they're good movies they're just not my forte but episode five of the falcon soldier was the single worst piece of garbage i have ever (laughs) seen in my whole entire life now if this is any other superhero movie if this is any other movie or genre as soon as you see a workout montage, you're going to kill it. The fact is, they have a workout montage of Anthony Mackie throwing around the disc everywhere, and he's pumping iron, and he's doing, like, he can barely do five push-ups at the start. This guy's jacked. Of course he can do a, a whole bunch of push-ups. Like, what's going on here? And let's even, go, let's even go earlier in that episode. They're all fighting, right? There's this big fight scene, and everyone's trying to kill each other. So everyone's like, yeah, let's kill each other. Yeah, yeah, punch, punch, punch. And then some guy dies. And they're like, oh, no, we killed somebody. And everybody stops. It's like, what the fuck? You're all trying to kill each other. And then you kill somebody. And now everyone has to stop. And it's like this big transitional moment. Like, oh, the new Captain America is going to get all mad now. It's like, well, what the fuck? They're all trying to kill each other for the last 10 minutes. They kill somebody. Everyone stops fighting. They take off their masks. And it's like, she's like, oh. And then they all run away from him. It's like, you guys were just superheroes like five seconds ago. Like, you're all super soldiers. And now you're scared of this guy? Like, what's going on here? This is so stupid. And then the one part that I did like is uh, that was I thought was brilliant. Is they, they really showed that transformation of, of Johnny Walker to... Uh, <laughs> Johnny Walker Red. Exactly. You finally got or Johnny Walker, Walker Black, dude. And, 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 uh, and uh, you made him... You made them angry, and and you know I, I like that. I think I think that was cool the way they did that. But it really frustrated me because in any other TV series, in any other form of 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 uh, of entertainment, uh, of film, of of whatever, that that episode would have got killed because it was a huge letdown. If we want to go to episode six, if Al wants to plug his ears, there's some stuff in that thing too that pissed me off. The first four episodes of the series, very very good. Uh, it, it was a very good first four episodes. And by the way, Julie Dreyfus, uh, the chick from Seinfeld, steals the show, and she's in it for two fucking scenes. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm not... Dean, go get him, get him. They killed Lamar, man. Lamar. That is a showstopper right there. That'll stop any fight. They killed Lamar, the trusty friend slash sidekick. I was pissed off. I, if I was in that fight, I would have I would have ran away too. So suck it. They killed Lamar. You, no one kills Lamar. So you're wrong. I'm right. Go ahead, Julian. So I'll agree with I wasn't a huge fan of the way they ended and tied up everything in episode six. I thought that there was definitely way more to be desired. However, you are missing the point of the Anthony Mackie montage. Like you don't, he is not a super soldier. He is just an average Joe who then has to, and wants to take over the mantle of captain America, someone who he has idolized and been, you know, solid friends with. And in his own mind and in Isaiah's mind, a black man could never be captain America. He feels very inferior, but what you're missing is the amazing part when he's running on the trail. And if you don't know, then you miss it. He's running on the right side of the road. Why? Because Cap always used to pass him on the left hand when they were doing the runs around the lake. He left it open in case something happened and Cap came back. I'm just telling you, like there were so many small intricate details of you know paying homage to what happened before. I agree with you. You know, Contessa was a great introduction. Um, you know, Zemo 
kind of gets his storyline tied up a little bit. I love the, you know, the introduction of like Wakanda because it played an important part in Bucky's uh, whole development. Um, I think Anthony Mackie was, was fantastic. I think Zemo is honestly the MVP of, of the season, even though we don't really see him in the latter half, but uh, Johnny, Johnny Walker, as Chaps likes to say, um, I thought he played his role really well, but I thought he, um, had a major letdown to end the season. Oh. Um, just, just because of, like you said, super angry, super serum, angry guy, kill somebody and super angry at the government. But then all of a sudden, you know, when the way things end with him, it's kind of like, yay, let's be friends again. Me again. It was bullshit. <laughs> I fucking hated it. So yep. stupid. Yeah. I I wasn't the biggest fan of like how everything was wrapped up in a neat little package, if you will. You know, they like the first like 30 minutes of the last episode, like was just action, full throttle Charlie's Angels 2. Uh, <laughs> but then it just kind of stopped. And then they like, you know, you got your heartfelt speeches and like you wrap it up and like everyone, they go to the old uh, Louisiana cookout and, uh, you know, had some family time and all that good stuff. And it was just kind of like, all right, well, like, because this show supposed to have multiple seasons as far as I know. And, I was like, well, what's going to happen next? They kind of left a little bit of a breadcrumb trail, but like, is that really big enough to carry a whole season for the next one? In my opinion, no, unless they throw some other crap into the mix. But yeah, it was kind of too convenient. And then with uh, the power broker, it's like, okay, we all know who it is. Uh, and it, obviously there was no like twists and turns, kind of like the Agatha with WandaVision where you're like, oh, kind of like, Maybe uh, I wasn't expecting it fully, like maybe kind of, but like this power broker, like okay, it's it's this person. No spoilers. Hey, hey, and, hey Al, who who's the power broker? You haven't seen the sixth episode. Who's the power broker? I, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> paying close enough attention. He hasn't been reading. See, there you go. It. I, I, I kids, yeah. like I watching it. I, I, I didn't get the cliff notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I, I thought maybe you might you might have because I picked up on it too. Like, and, and that was gonna be my next killing point here is that heel turned by that certain character that becomes the power broker. I'm like, you could you seen that coming from literally the whole thing. Now, in, in saying all of this, there are some really good moments of uh, that deal with race in this show, specifically when and I'm sorry, I'm gonna mistake is is it is it Isaiah? I think the old the old guy. Yeah. When they're when they're dealing with the old uh, the old Captain America, he's kind of like the original guy. You know. Uh, all that stuff is phenomenally acted, and it's it's a really really good indicator that they they understand the pulse of the world, right? Even in episode six, when he's tearing down the senators and 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 he's he's talking to senators he's like this is your issue. It's not your. It's not her fault. She felt like she had to do this, and the stuff that happens with Isaiah at the end, I love that stuff. It gives me it gives me goosebumps. Phenomenal acting by everybody. Um, that part was really good. I just feel like I said. There's a lot of stuff in this series that was really good. And then episode five and episode six just completely bungle everything that happened in it. Yeah. All of a sudden this uh, Johnny Walker black or Johnny Walker blue is better, but Johnny Walker blue is, is he's a, he's a murderer. Everyone's scared of, Oh my God. Now he's a hero. It's like, well, what the fuck? Like, like if you're going to make him bad, make him bad. Like don't do these heel turns where it's a heel turn and then a face turn. That doesn't work. Ask Vince McMahon. That doesn't fucking work. There's one other thing too. I'd like, the the what was her name katrina the the curly hair girl the super soldier she's oh, like yeah. about she's about to kill the falcon 
And then Sharon Carter shoots her and she dies. And then he goes through, she's like, I'm sorry. It's like, you're about to, you're just about to kill this MF like five seconds ago. And now you're sorry. Like, how did, like, how did your mind change that quickly? Oh, I'm dead. I might as well just like apologize to this guy. I'm like, you were like a hair away from pulling the trigger on Sam Wilson. And, and then just like, oh, I'm sorry now that I'm going to die. It's like, come on. Like, I thought that was ridiculous. That's the stuff Marvel does all the time, though. And, and they don't get killed for it because they've, they've built the legacy up of being so good at everything. And they are like, they, they've built it all up that it's hard to criticize something that's so glossy and so beautiful. And so like, it's just so perfect. But the fact is they screw up stuff. It's like the, it's like the, uh, sorry, what was the series there that we just watched with the Scarlet Witch? I can't remember. WandaVision. WandaVision. It's like WandaVision. Phenomenal. One of the best TV series I've ever seen in my life for the first seven episodes until the last one. And then they get into all that Marvel crap and they just start laying it on. And it's all these fight scenes, which are fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's just corniness after corniness after corniness. It's like, okay, we get it. You're trying to make us feel something, but if you want corniness, why don't you go back to Isaiah and you talk about how he got whipped as a fucking, as a black soldier like that, that to me will, will strive better and it will be more impactful than you having Miranda or, or Katrina or whatever her name was saying, oh, I'm sorry for trying to shoot you in the face 30 seconds ago. Like that, that's what pisses me off. Now, chaps, you're completely right. And the reason that I, I would normally agree with you that Marvel takes like the easy road when it comes to certain things. I thought that the way that they approached the Isaiah character was very different because mm -hmm. the way that they really prefaced it was very similar to what, you know, the history of African-Americans were. They were test subjects for vaccines. They were test subjects to see if things would work and if they weren't going to work. And they were used as experimental guinea pigs for lack of a better term. And sure enough, him and his brethren were used given different versions of the super serum. He's the only one who really had it work the way it was supposed to. He ends up saving, he tries to save everybody. They end up killing them all. He's the last one. And what do they do? They poke and prod him. They experiment on him so they can get it what, right for the next white guy. And I thought Marvel was good. I thought it was, if, if you don't know, like if you're a young person, you may not like connect that, but Again, just going into Isaiah's history, I thought that was one of the best things that they sort of did. And to see him embrace Sam when he becomes the guy, I thought was uh, was was pretty good. I I very much enjoy him. I thought that was really good. Two really quickly to wrap up, Cap and the uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Two winners, two losers. Mine, <laughs> mine Zemo was a winner. I thought he was fantastic. He gets the last laugh. Um, and I thought uh, Anthony Mackey's ascension into what was rightfully going to be the next Captain America. Big winner. Al, what do you got here? Dancing Zemo. My favorite <laughs> thing in the world is Dancing Zemo. Sorry, I'm now, I'm now outside my house, just for you guys' information. I've moved from upstairs to the office, to the garage, and I now need to stand outside <laughs> because they're chasing me. But uh, yeah, Dancing Zemo. And who's the, who's the actor that plays Johnny Walker now that we're calling him Johnny Walker? Because all I think <laughs> uh, of is meet, meet cute in 22 Jump Street. It was Zook. Oh, it's Zook. Zook. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Zook. Zook. yeah he drops it. Channing Tatum drops his Q-tip in his sandwich. It's a meat cute. It's a meat cute. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. And that every fantastic. time I see his face, I was like, it's a meat cute. That's me. So, Robert D. Simone. That's his name. That's, no, that's it. not. It's Wyatt Russell. No? 
Oh, is it Wyatt Russell? Russell. Wyatt Russell? What else has he been in? 22 Jump Street and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that's it? No, he's been in other crap. Uh, He was in Table 19 with Anna Kendrick. Uh, That's kind of more of like an indie movie, but I watched it. What? He was in uh, that movie where, like, the army guys go Overlord? Overwatch? Overlord, Overwatch. It was like the horror kind of. Oh, that's a good movie. Good movie. Yeah, zombies and stuff. Yeah, he's been he's been in stuff. He's been in stuff. John John Walker, excellent, excellent uh, pull there, Al. Excellent pull. (laughs) Me cute. Me cute. cute. (laughs) Now the the MVP of the series for old Dapsy Papsy is everyone that shut it off after the first episode. No, um, is uh, if I, you know, Anthony Mackie. I'm not a big Anthony Mackie fan, but he was phenomenal in those couple like those those race scenes where he can really bite it off and he doesn't have to be kind of action star. He was phenomenal in those. Sebastian Stan, I'm still a little like, eh, I'm not too sure if he's a good actor yet or not. But it, to me, one of the MVPs, just like you said, was the the, the guy they broke out of jail there. He was awesome. But also was the, the Asian father. I thought that guy was pretty good in the scenes that he had. He was only in it for like, you know, three or four scenes per se, but the, just the hurt that was on his face and the way he portrayed that, awesome. And Julie Dreyfus, I'm not kidding you about that. Those like two scenes that she's in, she comes in there and she owns it. And you're just like, it's the same thing as WandaVision was the, the main bad chick in WandaVision. She just, she, as soon as she becomes that character, like she takes over the series and she's phenomenal. So those are, those are my, and, and you want to know what I give it out of 10? Cause you're, you're expecting what Mendoza line here. I'll give it a five and a half out of 10. Oh God. I, I thought the first four episodes, uh, the first four episodes were really, really good. And then those last two really, you know what? I'll be generous. I'll give it a six out of 10. You should watch it. If you have time to watch it, you should watch it. Cause there is some really, I love the the race stuff that they play into it, and I think that that was phenomenal. That's worth the watch alone. And Bring my home, MVP, man. my MVP is Lamar. Oh, fuck <laughs> me, God damn! This has been another episode of the No Instruction Needed podcast. <laughs> Mike, drop Dean out. <laughs> Just joking, we're still here. <laughs> he was the worst actor of the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> So actually, battle the main, star, the, the battle stars. <laughs> the main, the main chick was pretty bad too. Actually, the 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 one, the the British chick there. Yeah, she was pretty bad too. So no, all in all, you should watch it. There's some really really good stuff that happens in it. Marvel finally redeems the fact that they have one of the greatest mixed martial artists ever, and finally give GSP an opportunity to shine because he was in like uh, Winter Soldier for like a hot minute, and then he gets like thrown off into the ocean and he comes back shows off his amazing martial arts actually gets to spit a few french lines so it seems very like organic i thought what they what they did with that character was uh was fun i thought it was entertaining and i love george st pierre so let's go gsp (laughs) all right chaps has something to say but i think he's gonna bite his tongue here uh no you know gsp did a lot when i seen him come on screen i laughed I'm like, oh my god, they brought this guy back. How the fuck did he swim out of the ocean, first of all? He just randomly swam to some island. Like, he got lucky. No sharks, no nothing. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll believe it. That's good enough for me. He's rich. He could have figured it out. But I see him come on screen. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to act. And then he starts spitting some French. I'm like, okay, that's going to help him here. Because he can. He doesn't have to talk. like You know, he doesn't have to, to do his, his French-Canadian accent. It's, it's not... He, he's going to be able to do it. So he wasn't as bad as what I thought he was going to be, but I'm very happy that they kept his screen time and his, his lines to like four because that would have just gone even worse. But 
he, he's very good at his martial arts. You're going to pay me four times what we agreed. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get the, the, the four time the payment that uh, we agree on. And uh, <laughs> I don't uh, shoot this, uh, this guy in the head if you uh, don't give me the, the money uh, today. <laughs> I don't think I can top those French Canadian accents, you know. <laughs> French 12 I took in high school. I'm pretty much fluent, so I can't really fake it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay guys we're at a, we're getting close to an hour here let's let's uh let's is there anything that we got to talk about here before we kind of close this off oh okay here we go this is going to be a four time time for clint trying to close <laughs> it and we're going to keep going for another half an hour go ahead big o. we should we should have closed it on the lamar mic drop but <laughs> go, go, go ahead okay this is kind of a serious note you know oh, we God. We, we, well, not really. A serious note is going to elicit some discussion. But uh, last week, we we talked about putting money on a specific former MMA fighter, and he got dropped uh, like 10th grade French for me. Not like Dean. I'm not fluent, but you know, ninth grade was good enough for me. Um, can we talk a little bit about the fact that boxing has turned into what draw you can be and how much money you can make and not remotely about the skill that you may have now jake paul is a great amateur fighter who's had three fights but if you look at the results of the pay-per-view they're like he's like number six or something or within the top five all time pay-per-view events now we're talking the only thing that beats him actually might be number three manny pacquiao floyd mayweather is number one uh conor mcgregor and Floyd is number two. Number three, I believe, is Khabib and, and uh, Conor McGregor. And if you think that Jake Paul versus Ben Askren, and realistically, no one's buying the card for anyone other than them, got like one point something million buys, it is not out of the realm of possibility that depending on the opponent for Jake Paul, he could go over the hump of what Conor McGregor and Khabib Nurmagomedov did at UFC whatever number 275 million trillion he could literally be making ridiculous millions of dollars for a guy who started on Disney he might actually make the list of the most successful people that started on a television show as a kid I Al, leave the floor to you chaps or, or, no, let's go or, to Al first let's go Al are, we're talking about that fight that happened at that Justin Bieber concert, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. that, that was the biggest spectacle I've ever seen. There was Ric Flair and Pete Davidson hosting a slap fight. <laughs> and then Snoop Dogg and uh, I was just, I, I couldn't, I, would, I was lost for words that this is what boxing is now. And uh, I mean, I watched it. So, I mean, maybe I'm guilty of it too, but I just, yeah, I couldn't believe it. This is, yeah, there was no other fight on that card that I even knew was a fight. I mean, like I just said, Ric Flair and Pete Davidson hosted a slap fight. And then we watched Ben, a uh, bag of milk, Ben Askren get dropped and uh, walk out with a smile on his face because probably the most money he's ever seen. He got paid. Yeah. I don't know how you could, like, know this fight was happening so much in advance and, like, have such a shitty body like what did he do to train for this just like eat mcdonald's all day he looked like flabby and 
this oh, is ben. ben ben is a wrestler ben has never been the physique guy even when he was a champion at bellator and a champion at one championship so like his thing was you're not going to hit me we're not going to throw punches at all because I'm just going to take you by the legs, wrestle you to the ground because he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And he's going to just pound your face in or lay on top of you for five rounds. Like that was Ben's thing. So he's never been the six pack guy. He also had hip replacement surgery like six months ago, which is why he also retired from MMA. So his mobility was never going to be great, but he got paid. You got to pay the cost to be the boss, as Snoop Dogg once said. He got that bag. I was like, man. Old Dean has a better physique than this guy. I should be in that ring getting paid millions of dollars. So when you walk out to a boxing fight and you look like chaps, you got some serious, serious issues. Okay. <laughs> um, so let's let's break this down here really quick. First of all, we're calling Jake Paul a boxer. Okay, he's fight he's fought Nate Robson and Ben Askren. Not exactly boxing material. Uh, am I shocked that he that he won? Beyond, I think I said it on the last podcast, I thought it was free money that Ben Askren was going to win. Like I, 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 I am beyond shocked that he won. Now, is there a possibility that Ben Askren took a dive here? Everyone will say, "Oh no, look at he got knocked out. He he got like his legs buckled." I agree with that. I think he did get knocked out, but his hands were riding pretty low there. Jake Jake Paul hits him once, and then all of a sudden this guy goes down, and now he can't he can't function after that. So. I, I think there might have been some some funny money here going on with this uh, this old boxing match. Uh, money, money. Display. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I, and he just was way too happy. He was walking down the the ramp. His wife is like hugging him. She's like shaked. Uh, he, he, I just I don't understand how. To me, Ben Askren is a fighter. He is someone that has fought his whole life. He's a wrestler. He's. I watched him get beat to shit by Robbie Lawler. His face pounding off the mat like fourteen times, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, he can like reassess because he's on the ground." Motherfucker, that guy's head's pounding off that goddamn mat thirty times in that fight. Mm-hmm. And Robbie Lawler is way bigger than than Jake Paul, and he knows what he's doing with his fist. So you're gonna tell me yeah. one boxing shot to the face from Jake Paul knocked you out to the point that you couldn't walk properly. No, I just don't believe it. Now I just, I can't, I cannot believe it that you've been fighting your whole career. And this is what happens. A fix is in. It is a fix. The I, fix I, I, is in. I 100% believe that this fight was fixed. And I don't think you'll ever convince me that it wasn't. And, uh, and everyone's happy. Everyone's stu- Al, did you pay for this fight or did you illegally steal it? Allegedly, uh, uh, allegedly. 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 Yeah, you can't prove anything in Dana White's hands either. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Because it was it would have been a huge waste of money. I just waited for the gifs and the memes after the fight. But uh like I said, it's a, I was really hoping that Ben Ashford would knock in there and knock him out. Now Floyd Mayweather, if Floyd Mayweather loses to the other Paul brother here on June fifth, then I don't want to hear anybody ever tell me this shit isn't fixed. Because that motherfucker went like how many fights? No one could even touch him. And now he's going to lose to a Paul brother. If he loses to whatever the other Paul, Logan Paul, is that his name? If yeah. he loses yeah. to Logan Paul, I'll have some serious, serious issues. Maybe I got to get in the ring there. With the, yeah. <laughs> With the Oculus skills. I actually like Logan Paul a lot better than Jake Paul. Jake Paul, in my mind, is a he's either a genius or he's the biggest piece of shit ever. It's one of the two. He's probably the latter. Piece of shit. His, his high school <laughs> friends at his school have all come out in recent weeks because Jake Paul did an interview where he talked about 
being bullied when he was in high school and having to do like this landscaping job in order to like make ends meet. And there are like countless people who've gone on like TikTok and created videos being like, bro, his landscaping job for was for like $12 million homes. He was the guy bullying students. He was constantly getting kicked out of class by, te- by teachers because he was such a sack of shit. So uh, Jake Paul heel, Logan Paul babyface. Yeah, I like Logan Paul. He, he kind of turned it around since he got in all that trouble. Real or, real or not, he, he just seems a lot like a guy that I could probably crush a free brewski with without having to tell him to shut the F up and want to punch him in the face and then probably lose. But, you know, at least I took my shot. You wouldn't lose. You'd beat the fuck <laughs> out. And they're both fake. Uh, I, I just no. I mean, if he loses, if he beats Floyd Mayweather, I'll like. I just can't. I can't handle that, especially for Floyd, because we all know he has money problems, right? Like, there, there's well documented issues yeah. of him having money problems. So if Logan Paul is like, listen, I will give you twenty million bucks, but I have to beat you, and Floyd will throw his perfect boxing record away and everything. Like, I can already, you can already start making a case yeah. in your head, like, oh my god, Flo- uh, see, I just did it to myself. Like Floyd's gonna lose this fight. He's gonna throw away his goddamn perfect record. Oh if I was a betting man, I might have to bet on fucking Logan Paul for God's sakes. I gotta make up the money. I just lost to Ben Askren. Yeah, I lost money on Ben Askren too. So there's there's a fight coming up on Triller, I think, in June. That is TikTok versus YouTube. It's like a boxing card. It is the most obscene thing ever. My suggestion. Bring in Allen as he runs away from his kids on yet another night. We do like a live or we record like a podcast while we watch the fights and we do our commentary and breakdown just how crazy the world of boxing has turned. Before we answer and say whether we're going to do it or not, my prediction, Conor McGregor beats Dustin Poirier in July. Yes. And his next fight is against Jake Paul for like $50 million because there is no bigger fight in sports right now than Jake Paul fighting whoever it's going to be because that's the way they've been able to market it. And it's, it's an incredible thing. It's, it's kind of a shame, man. Like boxing is like, it's, it's, it's a really cool sport. The sweet science, man. Like, you know, you'd have all these guys that were like, you know, household names that were like the best at this. Now, like I couldn't name five boxers in my life depend on it. If you didn't include all the YouTube assholes that are doing it, Uh, (laughs) like Tyson Fury and, I don't know. Is Adrian Bronner still fight? Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know. And then like, you got guys like what, what's his name? Bryce Hall fighting the guy that does all the YouTube stuff with his wife. Um, Austin the NCAA, yeah. The NCAA basketball player. It's like, and they're getting like 5 million bucks and it's like, you guys suck. Like <laughs> you've never thrown a fist in your life when unless like six of your boys were backing you up and and they're getting paid for this and they're gonna be so shitty but people are still gonna pay for it it just blows my mind it's like okay now that every time someone has a beef there's like let's get into boxing ring next time i disagree with some on you chaps we'll we'll cash in let's do it i mean i actually i was just <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say you know what al let's go chelsea versus arsenal i'll wear my red spandex you wear your blue spandex and we'll go in there and chuck some knocks how's that sound <laughs> Uh, it works for me. I've got another one of my buddies is an Arsenal fan, of course, because that's seventy five percent of Canada. Um, we have he's Canadian. shotgun bets, yeah, because he's Canadian, and so he's got to be an Arsenal fan. But we've shotgun bets every time they play. So what's a boxing match? 
my favorite my favorite memory I have of Al was Al and I. Al came over to my house in Kamloops, and it was uh, we were I, I rented the fights, and it was Ronda Rousey versus uh, Holly Holm, I believe, if I'm telling this story right. And and, and Al that ended and I, well for Ronda. Yeah, exactly. And we we were sitting there just talking like to our wives, like, oh, like Ronda Rousey's this crazy lady, like she's gonna fuck this chick up and all this st- sort of stuff. And then Al and I are getting shit faced, and then all of a sudden, like Rousey just gets absolutely like panhandled by by Holly Holm, and, and Al and I are just going completely nuts, like we're standing up, like going crazy. Our wives are just sitting there, just just staring at us. Just, we like, hate our lives. We we hate our lives. <laughs> could we have done better? <laughs> Yes, they could have. They absolutely could have. Earlier tonight, uh, she wasn't asking that question. Oh, God. I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> we don't edit, chaps. We don't that's, edit on this podcast. Only true. awkward silences. That's not true at all. <laughs> uh, what were you going to say chaps, there, Al? AKA you... Val Venus. Let's oh. go. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> choppy choppy oh great great stuff uh this might be a time to uh color a day that's right Caps, aka big papa pump <laughs> all right thank you very much for listening to the no instructions needed podcast we really appreciate all the amazing support that our uh, listeners have given us here the last couple weeks it's actually been uh it's it's been amazing so thank you guys very much for downloading Thank you for being a friend and telling a friend, but please continue to do that. We want to try to make this thing as big as possible. So be a friend, tell a friend. Let's uh, all you guys that listen to this, you have homework. Send this podcast to five other people. Let's let's see this. Let's see this bump up some numbers this week. This was lots of fun. Uh, follow us on social media at no instructions need podcast and Instagram, Facebook.com backslash no instructions need podcast. Follow us on Twitter, no ends need podcast. On Twitter. If you have any trouble with any of those links, please just go to our link tree page and uh, give us some love there. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, give us a five star rating, review us, and then I want you to unsubscribe to the podcast and then resubscribe. Give us another five star rating and another review. That is your homework for the week. Al, thank you very much for joining us. I could see you coming on a couple more times in the future here, man. This, that was lots of fun. Uh, it was a blast, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, cheers. Uh, go Blues. And, uh, yeah, meet cute. (laughs) All right. You guys have a great week. We'll see you next week. Lamar. Cheers, boys. All right. We're done. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. We got it open. 2 a.m. working like we possessed our scenario is utopia. Stay content with that. With our best kept secret. Go ahead and floor past it. We don't need to get fucked up all the time and broadcast it. So much overload. They overdid it. Overshared about it though. We're now exposed to cynic. Oversaturated. Now we're all overdosing. Shaking my head side to side like a motorboating. Now I'm coasting and I'm ventilating. Speculating all this posing fake and backstories they disseminated. Trying to tell us that they got their city locked down. But come the AM, well, they're getting locked out. We make our moves on the low. Let the rhythm hit them rock. Him, Eric B, raise a sharp. 
can listen to that criticism about our hometown. But if you ain't from here, you're done. No, don't come round. With a mayday siren, illuminate the sky. We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise. It's a mayday siren, sounding through the night. We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine. It's a mayday siren, illuminate the sky. We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise. It's a mayday siren, sounding through the night. We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine. This is anti-tourism, expanding my pure vision We stand and we fan flames that came into fruition Using the true wisdom we imbibe from our environment Every idea we inscribe become Leviathan We thrive under pressure from the weight that you place on our shoulders Cliches just make us bolder We break in the mold, embracing the cold From the snow-capped mountains we can trace With our fingertips roll air clean No chem detected, choke on those vapors Constantly Objected to become familiar with that box that you left us in. Even come to love, I feel the bond like it's next to kin. We resting in, sleeping. You wrestling, weakened. Weak out, stress seeking. You out, left tweaking. Speak out, know you hate that we fucking got it made. But it's too late for our pity, paid the cost for your charade. So this our mayday siren, illuminate the sky. We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise. It's our mayday siren, sounding through the night. We resonate forever, yo, whenever. But we combine Siren, siren illuminate the sky We shining out the light Silver lining in disguise It's our mayday siren Down to the night We resonate forever Yo, whenever we combine